Hello and welcome back to the Finding Your Feet podcast, a podcast show dedicated to helping you get closer to your true authentic self by helping you find your feet in life. Productivity is self-care. If you are taking control of your time, if you are running the day instead of letting the day run you, then you are taking the best care of yourself. So many people out there have these incredible ideas, incredible dreams, and procrastination will just kill them, Mm. like there and then, because they can't beat procrastination. That clip was taken from today's episode where we are talking all about productivity, hacks, tips, and how to be the most optimized, efficient, effective version of you so that you can live your best life. Yeah, because we love talking about productivity. Because we are productivity queens. (laughs) We are, because if you like don't knuckle down your productivity, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, I'm sorry, but your dreams don't work unless you do, honey. So (laughs) you've got to be productive boss bitch exactly we have gone away and we've trialed all of the top productivity methods that the you know the world the billionaires the world leaders Mm. the ultimate boss babes what they're using (laughs) we have tried them all and we're going to tell you which ones are good and which ones are not which ones we use we're just going to teach you today how to be productive as fuck yeah yeah and what i love about all these different methods is like some people might like some or they might not like others. Like I've even listened to podcasts where I've heard a random productivity mm. hack. And, and you've taken just, it, it's changed your life. Yeah, 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 literally. So like, guys, really listen closely to each one of these because there might be some random ones that we mentioned that you're like, what the hell? And that'll totally change the game for you. Mm. You just never know. We are literally giving you a platter of productivity methods. This yeah. is a, you know... We're being the guinea pigs. A charcuterie board of productivity <laughs> <laughs> methods. <laughs> You can just, you know, take a little slice, pick which ones you love, leave the cheese that you don't like, yeah. the smelly cheese, leave that <laughs> to someone else, they might love it, you know, this is what we're doing today. <laughs> Should we start with the Pomodoro method, since that sounds like cheese? Yeah, it's tomato, isn't it? Is it? It's Pomodoro's tomato, I think, in Italian. That must Pomodoro. be why I'm thinking it sounds like cheese, because I've heard it on pizzas. Okay, let's start with the tomato method then. Why is it called that? Um, I think it's because there's these timers called Pomodoro timers that I think are tomatoes and they're like twisty sand timer kind of things, oh, I think. I and think they were that. always in a tomato shape and you turn them on and think that they're like 25 minutes long. Oh, I think I could have totally sense. made that up. Oh, right. Pomodoro. <laughs> no, Pomodoro is tomato in Italian. Oh, right. I don't know. You know, like what they put on your pizza in that? Yeah, I thought it was cheese. <laughs> Sounds like cheese. But anyway, so the Pomodoro one is the 25 minutes, five minutes rest. Yeah. Yeah, so this method is that you basically concentrate fully for 25 minutes and then have five minutes rest and just keep continually doing that, don't you? Yeah, I think like you probably do it for like two hours or something before Mm. you actually stop. What did you think of this one? I don't like this one. (laughs) It's too strict for me. It's too controlled. I don't like it. Yeah, it is. It made me feel like I was at school. Yeah, it's like kind of it. like, uh, reminds me of something you do in like the army or something, but no. studying style. Do you know what I mean? It's very like 25 minutes, five minutes. Yeah. Well, it's really good if you're, if you are listening and you're like still at uh, school or college or university or something and you're mm. studying or like anything like that is good for that because you can be like, right, study for 25 minutes, then have a break. You know, if you've got to do a big project or something like that, mm. but I just didn't like it. It's not for me. Yeah. I rebel against things like that. It's too controlled. That's what's self-sabotaging. <laughs> well, yeah, I because when I tried it, I did 
quite like it. I was like, oh, cool. Because I noticed that after about 25 minutes was when if I had been like solidly concentrating, then I'd start to dip a little bit. Yeah. But on the five minute breaks, I was struggling with what to do because I was like, do I pick up my phone and then I'm probably going to start scrolling? Do I read a book? Probably get too much into it. Yeah, it's just a little bit too controlled for me, but I could definitely see how that would work with like, you know, like rigorous studying. Yeah. Revising. Yeah. Because I think it'd be you don't great for that. Yeah. Like 25 minutes, you're like, oh God. And then as well, it's nice because you know you're going to get that five minutes. So it's like a little yeah. reward. Yeah. And then back to it. Yeah. I absolutely hate like studying, revising. It's like I, I did not enjoy all that stuff at school. Mm. It's just not my vibe. So maybe that's why I don't like it. Yeah. It's not my, not my style. Mm. So definitely go and try it out, guys, if you struggle with probably concentration, actually. Yeah, I think that probably if you do it as well, you train yourself to have better focus and concentration. Yeah. An amazing app to probably use with it is the Forest app that yeah. we've got, which is like an app on your phone. And it's basically, it's a f like you've got a garden on there and like you can add your friends on it. And you basically, you plant a tree and you set a timer. So say you're doing the Pomodoro, Pomodoro method. So you set it for 25 minutes and then it will plant a tree in 25 minutes on the app. And you have to stay on the app. Your phone has to stay on there, stay locked on the app. It, you cannot leave the app, otherwise the tree dies. And if you leave the app, the tree dies and you can't delete the tree and it ruins your garden. So it's like, you can get off the app and go on something else on your phone if you needed to in an emergency or whatever. It doesn't completely mm. lock your phone. But that's really good because like, it's giving you that incentive to, to not click off. So yeah, if you- you don't want a crusty tree. Yeah exactly like ruining the vibes of the nice garden so um that's a good app yeah i need to app. use that more actually I, I feel like i stopped using it because people never ever call me until i use the app <laughs> and i'll be there my tree's growing and then someone calls me and i'm like go away you're about to ruin my garden yeah it's not a vibe abby did you know that 90 percent of adults are deficient in at least one vitamin or mineral i did not know that shocking isn't it that is why I love to take Athletic Greens because their greens powder is just full of absolutely everything that I need. I just don't need to worry about taking any other vitamins. If I take that in the morning, I know it's okay if I don't have any vegetables today. Yeah, <laughs> guilt-free fast. Main reason I actually started taking Athletic Greens though was to manage my energy levels and the biggest benefit that I have noticed since taking it consistently is that I do not have those drastic dips in your blood sugar, you know? Mm. AG has completely balanced out. It's given me more energy and focused. And that's what I need right now because this episode's all about productivity and you don't want your energy levels to be dipping all over the place and totally ruin your time-blocked afternoon because you didn't accommodate time-blocking for your energy dip. Yes, exactly. We do not want to time-block those energy dips. And my favourite thing about Athletic Greens is that you don't need to worry about what vitamins and minerals you need to take. It takes out all the stress for you because you just take your greens in the morning and you are sorted for the day. So in just one scoop of your Athletic Greens powder, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens. And those adaptions are meant to be amazing yeah. to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and your aging. I mean, what more could you possibly want? And not only that, it's very lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you can all have athletic greens. So I'm personally dairy-free and I just love my athletic greens every morning. 
Yes, I have habit stacked it. I have fully incorporated mm. taking athletic greens into my morning routine because as soon as I go downstairs, before I go on my morning walk, I chug my AG. And it's so easy. It's such a low maintenance daily habit that's got so many benefits to it because if they give you this really cute little water bottle that's already got all the water measurements on there. So all you need to do is put one scoop in, fill it up to the line, shake it, drink it, taste great, mm. rinse it off you go but you can always count on athletic greens to make sure that their ingredients are of the highest quality all based on the latest science and product development they're constantly updating the formula not because they keep changing their mind because they want to make sure it's got the most up-to-date amazing ingredients in it but don't just take our word for it athletic greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by professional athletes and key people in the wellness world such as andrew huberman from the huberman lab podcast very smart guy and Tim Ferriss and so many others. And of course, we have a discount for you guys. So Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash finding your feet. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash finding your feet to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The next method is my absolute favorite. Fucking love this one. It's called the Ivy Lee method. And basically it's where you write down a list of the six things you have to do that day in order of priority, one to six, and you have to start on number one first. You are not allowed to do anything else until you do number one. You are not allowed to do number three until you've done number one. You have to do number one and then you're allowed to move down the list, number two, number three, blah, blah, blah. And you won't always actually get... to number six but that's why it's not the top priority it's number six Mm -hmm. but then probably by the next day it becomes the top priority because maybe it's getting close to the deadline and that's fine because then it goes up to number one like you reshuffle Mm -hmm. your list but I love this one because you will be so shocked at how much you sit down to do that number one that task and how much you dart around trying to do other things oh I've just got an email I better reply to that oh this person's asked me a question on whatsapp I need to answer this oh better post something on instagram actually oh my god I need to google something oh my god I need to call that person back oh my god da, 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 da. and you get so busy doing busy work mm. that's not actually like the most important thing of that day and then you get to the end of the day and like you've not got done what you need to get done because you were filling up your time doing all the other stuff that's not moving the needle and it isn't your priority Mm. so I fucking love this one this this one works very well with my brain Mm. um the first time I used it I was literally shook by how much I didn't realize I was like dark not even intentionally just like oh yeah email that person I forgot to email them it's like no you're not allowed to do that yet you've got to do number one first like you it really makes you aware of how much time you waste without realizing you're wasting time and it's not necessarily wasting time you're still doing tasks but you're not being efficient yeah and I feel like with that one as well like you can't fret that you're not going to get the important stuff done because you have to do them in time but you have to put the most important ones first anyway Mm -hmm. so it's like if you're not going to get to number six like it's fine yeah but no I actually really love that method because I'm the same like I feel like especially if you have quite a big task going to take a while and then things start popping up and before you know it you've not even completed the task because you're too busy doing all these little things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, yeah, it's very nice and productive to look at it like that. Like, don't move on until you've finished. Yeah, Ivy Lee Builds method. discipline as well. Oh, yeah. I'm finishing this piece of work. I love, I love that one. That one's really helped me. Yeah. So the next one is the Brussels sprout method. <laughs> <laughs> the name just makes me laugh because I've been like literally done this for years, but I didn't know people were going around calling it the Brussels sprout method. Um. 
But mention this on the podcast before because I always remember Danielle, our teacher in college, oh, told me. She, oh, right. I think she. I think she was talking to me and you at the time about our work. I was yeah. so yeah. not productive queen at college. You needed some productivity hacks. I did. I needed this <laughs> podcast so bad. I literally would like not do anything and then just do work right at the last minute and I, I remember once oh my god we were sat there and she came around to look at all of our sketchbooks for what we'd done because we were on a fashion design course so we were like you know doing work in sketchbooks and I she came around to look at mine and we were like two weeks into the project and I'd done, I'd done nothing I think I'd done like a tiny mind map about what I, I was gonna do so well. and she literally came over and just like rinsed me she was so annoyed and she just I think she's in that that tactic of like trying to embarrass me in front of my peers mm. to make me do more work to like scare me out of ever doing that again and I was just sat there like mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally remember looking at I've got loads of work. It's just at home. <laughs> My dog ate it. My dog ate it. I'm so sorry. I did do it. Um, no, that was so funny. Yeah, because you were well productive at college. Yeah, you I used like, to stress do, I hadn't done enough. And you then were doing loads. And I was always like, fuck you. Stop putting me. Stop making me look bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then I'd look over at you and you just have like a little mime up. And I'm like, okay, it's all right. But <laughs> I, think, I think she's talking to me and you. I don't know. But she said, she was like, one tip that's, that's like, she said had really helped her in her career was to, when she has a list of things to do, to always first do the things she least wants to do. And then ever since that, it always stuck in my mind. So I always try and do that because I do think if you have a list of say six things and two of them, and you really just can't be asked to do and you find it really annoying, like you're just going to keep looking at them through the day and it's just going to put you off even wanting to do anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because you're like well, if I finish this, then I need to move on to that and I don't even want to do that. And it's just like, before you even know it, like you're just avoiding it and it's just annoying. And it's like, you might as well just do it mm. and tick it away and get it done and just just do it. Just do it, honey. Yeah, yeah that's why it's called the Brussels sprout method because yeah. that's the last vegetable you eat because it's the yeah. shittest one. I don't really like Brussels sprouts. I like them with pancetta at Christmas. That's oh yeah, nice. and a bit of bacon. That's really nice. Yeah. Pancetta is bacon, isn't it? Oh, for God's sake, I'm getting all my You're getting all your foods mixed up today. And you need to go back to school. I just, I just thought pancetta was cheese then. That's what well, I've never had. Not everything is sprouts. cheese. Pomodoro and pancetta I'm cheese. I'm not using cheese and cheese. Yeah, I, think I don't you, even maybe, eat cheese anymore. Oh, yeah, you don't even eat cheese. You're dairy free now. Yeah. Maybe it's subconscious subliminal <laughs> messages that you really want some cheese. It's okay. We'll go get some cheese after this. I've got some in the fridge. <laughs> got some cheddar it would write me off <laughs> I love some, yeah you know i'm getting all my foods mixed up but yeah i would eat the brussels sprouts last for sure but i can see why the brussels sprout method actually works well with the human brain because you need to do like rewards for yourself mm. for doing things that's like how you should build new habits and stuff. You've got to reward yourself for doing it. Mm. And so if you're doing like the worst thing first, then it's like, but then the reward is you get to do all the fun tasks yeah. after. You're mm. allowed to do them when you do that. Yeah, so. that's like proper like um, building that discipline again. Yeah. Because all those little tasks you don't want to do are always like the really adulty admin tasks mm. that are like boring and you just don't even want to do it. But if you're like, I need to do this. I need to get this out of the way. This is the adult thing to do and then move on to the more fun tasks and just flow into the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So definitely try that one if you people are like putting things off especially. While we're on the topic of how to be the most productive, optimised, efficient versions of ourselves, 
so that we can truly live our best lives. Another way that I love to be productive with my mental health is by going to therapy. When I don't feel good, I always take myself back there. There is literally no shame in therapy. I've been doing it for years and years and years and it's benefited my life so much. I probably wouldn't be sat here without it. And that is why we are so excited to introduce you to our podcast partner, BetterHelp. That's help, H-E-L-P. And BetterHelp are a professional, secure online counseling service. Talk about productive and efficient to get your therapy you don't even need to leave the house you do not need to travel anywhere you don't need to waste time commuting there sitting in a waiting room faffing around all you need to do is have a phone a laptop just basically have an internet connection and you can be having weekly sessions with a highly qualified licensed therapist that has been perfectly matched to suit your needs and whatever your current mental health problems are and what you want to focus on what you want to work on they will assign you someone perfect for you in just 48 hours of signing up for an account talk about efficient yeah i was gonna say you can time block that right into your yeah, day you can time block your therapy into your day amazing and another amazing benefit of better help is that it is much more affordable than your traditional offline counseling and better help are also offering our listeners 10 percent off your first month of therapy so if you want to access this discount and start your own therapy journey then head to betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet that is betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet so the next one is the two minute rule um, slash, as Grace Beverly calls it, who's also a queen of productivity, quick ticks. So the two minute rule is basically tasks that are going to take you under two minutes to complete. So your to-do list might look really big, but half it might be two minute rule tasks and like quick ticks of things you can do quickly and just cross them off. And then your to-do list looks much smaller and maybe you'll just make you feel a lot less overwhelmed or whatever if you're really busy and you feel like you've got so much on your plate. It might be good just to power through those quick ticks. But Grace Beverly, if you follow her on Instagram, she shares a daily schedule. And it's not. By <laughs> hour. Oh my God. And um, she's got a book as well called Working Hard or Hardly Working. And that's We've got some book recommendations for you today and that is one of them. If you want to learn more about um, managing your time and just how to how to focus, all good stuff like that, that's a great book to get stuck into. Um, but she does these quick ticks, these two minute rule things, but she actually also assigns a, like a time that she's going to do them. So she's like, mm-hmm. okay, at 4.30 till 5, she's doing quick ticks or whatever they are, like, and and just smashes all of them out like she assigns all of her to-do lists into categories and you learn all about it in the book if you want to do that too but you know so that's a good hack very simple yeah I, I love a quick tick I always like now I'll write my normal to-do list and then I'll write like things that I know are going to take like two minutes or even less than two minutes at the side and then I just try and power through them and I think as well like when you start ticking them off and you get that little dopamine hit before you even start each day you've already yeah ticked it off yeah got a few gold stars and like such a good feeling and then again you just don't need to worry about those little things for the rest of the day Mm -hmm. another productivity method is time blocking and I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with time blocking (laughs) love it because it helps me get get visibility over my day and um it's great because you're actually breaking down the tasks you need to do into time slots to do it. So it makes you, you get awareness of when it's going to be done and like you can get it done. Mm. But time blocking doesn't allow for unexpected things to pop up, which happens. 
you know? Yeah, like yesterday, yeah. my computer, I got locked out of it. So my fucking keyboard wouldn't work and I couldn't type in my password. And I text Abby saying, oh my God, I did not time block for this shit. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? So sometimes that is really annoying because you like might have perfectly time boxed your day out by the hour, which is what we do. And then your day's screwed up because of life. So it's yeah. annoying because it doesn't allow for life. But... It is good to do, and it sometimes it makes me feel really bad actually because I like I'm like okay, wow, that time block day did, just didn't happen, did it? Like, and I just didn't get done what I had time blocked away to do, mm. and then I feel really I don't get my dopamine. I feel really sad. <laughs> I feel like shit. No, I do. Now you're saying it like that, I can. That does actually happen with me as well. When if you time block a day, and then. Is, yeah life happens yeah I and think then it's actually more stressful because you're like fucking out at 2pm I was meant to be like doing this yeah and I and wasn't like, I was throwing my computer across the room yeah I know and it, it like um I completely overestimate I think what I can do mm. in a matter of time I think I need to learn how to be more realistic so I think I fill up my time block with all this shit and then I just don't work quick enough to get it done yeah. And then, not necessarily because I think I'm being lazy, but I think it's just, like, the pace my brain is going at. Yeah, no, and you'd then rather I f- be a higher achiever and think that than Yeah, than so true, little. so true. But at the end of the day, I'm like, ugh, move that to the next day, move mm. that into tomorrow's time block, and I'm like, ugh, I'm not getting my validation, my dopamine from ticking it off, and it makes me real, really shit. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. That is probably the downside of time blocking. But the other side of time blocking that I do really love, I think, but I don't always do this now. I used to do that where I'd like do it by the hour and it gives me like, you know, if you have a big to-do list and you feel a bit overwhelmed, I think when you put it into time, it just makes you feel less overwhelmed. Mm. But I feel like I have more of a sense of control when I time block. But I can see the frustrating side and like when start stuff starts getting like behind. But what I like to do instead in terms of time is I'll write down how long I've think something will take instead of saying like nine or ten ten done all with the time i'll write like export this 20 minutes and i'll write each thing so then if i know if i have a big task that's going to take like an hour or two i'll write one to two hours so i give myself that space Mm. and then i think as well with like little tasks if you know like okay i need to upload something on um instagram and you've put in brackets 10 minutes because you've already made it or whatever then you know you shouldn't be sat there for like 30 minutes scrolling because you've got it right there, 10 minutes. Yeah. And as well, one thing I've started doing is I like, I time block the start of my day, but I also time block the end. So like, if I'm going to a gym class, say for example, yesterday I had a yoga booked, but I knew I needed to finish some things at the end of the day and they were like crucial, like exporting stuff. So I actually time block when to start doing that. So then I finish on time if, mm. I, if I need to go somewhere. Yeah, which I think is really effective because... I didn't always do that. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to finish at six. And then at five to six, I'd be like, shit, I need to start doing that. And then it yeah. just doesn't Because you start to be like, oh, I can finish now. But then you've got to wrap up for the day. So yeah, exactly. So and then that takes the another hour. Yeah. Yeah. The planning, the wrap up and time blocking that in is, is very um, useful. Great tip. Great yeah. tip. So yeah, I think time blocking is what we use on the daily. Yeah. And the Ivy Lee method. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um. But yeah, another one is SMART goals. And SMART goals stands for Specific, Measurable, Assignable, Realistic, Time-Related Goals. So you can say, right, I want to start a new business, a new social media marketing agency. Oops, did we do that? Oops, (laughs) maybe we did. (sighs) So what goes into that? 
well, you've got to build a website, you've probably got to have a photo shoot, get some headshots done, you've got to find clients, you've got to create invoices, you've got to create marketing, you've got to create your own branding, you've got to create a logo, you've got to create an Instagram account, you have to um, register the, the business, so you're a limited company, what are you setting up as, you've got to buy an email address, you've got to buy a domain, <laughs> you've got to get a business bank account, there's a lot. Yeah, I probably forgot other things, but there's a lot. It's a whole so your goal is that you want to set up that business, but you need to put it down into smart goals so that you can actually make shit happen. Mm. Because um, there's a lot to do when you're doing a big task like that. Any big project, big goal, you have to break it down into the little things that you need to do and then assign the time to do them. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. Yeah, because you literally, you look at the task saying it says launch a new business and you're like jesus fucking christ where do i where do i even start yeah where do i start whereas if you like you said you break it down yeah so this week i'm gonna register my business Mm. on company's house i'm gonna buy a domain i'm gonna buy an email domain Mm. and i'm gonna set up a business bank account and that's enough for this week and then next week i'm gonna create a logo i'm gonna do this and just break it down like that and then before you know it you've got a business yeah because people call it like needle moving don't they yeah you introduced me to that i think you out of like grace's book the needle moving concept and that did change the game for me because i used to do that i'd write down like a task and it'd be like the biggest task ever and i'd be like well that's what i need to do but in like in reality really what i need to do was just needle move that task a little bit forward that day yeah so breaking it down just really helps you not become overwhelmed mm-hmm. and needle movers are the tasks that can actually move you forward not like mm. busy tasks where you're just being busy yeah busy being busy yeah like replying to emails that's not moving a needle no because you can get so busy doing things like that yeah that you never needle move yeah literally that's why when people talk about you've got to get out of your business stop working in your business you need to work on your business yeah working on my shit yeah it's important um tips and stuff like that mm-hmm. and the final productivity method is habit stacking what is habit stacking abby <laughs> we love a habit stack i actually love habit stacking um habit stacking is where you basically stack two habits together so when you know you're going to do one thing you do the other either straight after or do it together or at the same time which I think is really, really good for like wellness routines. Yeah, I'd, we were saying we habit stack more in our wellness world. Yeah. Wellness part of our lives than like work really. Yeah, I think you can do it with little things like work. Like say sometimes if I know I'm doing some work, which is like more creative, um, less like logical brain thinking, then I'll listen to a podcast. I kind of like habit stack mm. that together now. But in terms of like wellness routines, I think habit stacking works so well because mm. it's like each habit triggers the other. So if you're going to do like meditation or whatever, you know, okay, I sit down here, I light my candle, I do my meditation. And then you habit stack that with your journal. It's like, you don't have to think about all the things because mm-hmm. you know, you're just going to do it all together. Yeah. It's very, very powerful. Especially like cause wellness habits, you tend to do them like in a time block anyway, like in a morning routine. Mm. So you want each one to like trigger the yeah. next. Yeah simple and effective and that technique is actually from the second book recommendation of the episode which is atomic habits by james clear which is also another incredible book if you want to habit stack (laughs) if you want to just have atomic habits no if you just want to get on your shit Mm. you want to manage your time if you want to be a baddie read that book yeah it's got like really really practical advice on yeah, how to be productive in your wellness and yeah, especially in like your business and your professional life. Mm-hmm. So that is all of our productivity methods. We will link them all in the show notes. 
the names of them all if you want to remember them or go and Google them some more, learn some more about them and start practicing them. But we love them. They are making us get more done. They are helping us achieve our dreams because your dreams don't work unless you do. But the other thing about productivity is that most people assume that it's just about work when actually being product productive just means you're being the most efficient, optimal, effective version of you. And even when it comes to work and you want to be efficient and effective you actually can't unless you're like well rested and taken care of so you need to be being productive in all parts of your life so you need to be productive and efficient when you're working and getting what you need to get done that day at a reasonable time because you need to also be allowing time for rest and just doing nothing and watching Mm. the Kardashians and going off for a walk and chilling out and reading like you have to be productive for time like that that's productive too and they call, we've said it before, productivity is self-care. If you are taking control of your time, if you are running the day instead of letting the day run you, then you are taking the best care of yourself because you're not going to be stressed because you're getting all the things done you need to get done. You're doing it in a timely manner so that you aren't burning yourself out. You're not overworking. You're being efficient and you're leaving time, allowing time, plotting in time, time blocking for you to do nothing and respecting the time boundaries between all those different things in your life so that you have balance and you are optimized yeah exactly setting those boundaries with your time is self-love isn't it yeah and anything as well like obviously all these productivity hacks will help you beat procrastination which we didn't really mention in this episode but like i'm passionate about being procrastination because i just think honestly like so many people out there have these incredible ideas incredible dreams and procrastination will just kill them like mm. there and then because they can't beat procrastination. I mean, procrastination can come from many things um, like self-sabotaging behaviors, but productivity hacks will really help you with things like that because you're just really checking in on yourself, like actually stop procrastinating. This is time blocked. I'm going to do this. This is important for me. Like all these little tips are going to help you beat procrastination mm-hmm. before procrastination kills your dreams. Yeah, there's like quotes like, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. But mm-hmm. procrastination is a form of self-doubt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you do it when like you don't, you're scared of the outcome either because you think you're going to fail or you might even think you'll succeed, but you don't, but like you're scared to succeed because that means you've got to be a higher level version of you. Do you know what I mean? You might be mm. scared to start a business because you've got to show up as a much more responsible human when you've got that because at the end of the day, the book lands with you, whatever they call it, the shoe lands with you or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like, do you know what I mean? It's all on your head. Yeah. Um, and that can be scary. <laughs> totally. So we'll just wrap the episode up there. Just got two more recommendations for you um, to learn some more about productivity from people we love to learn from. And these are two podcasts, actually. Well, one of them is a YouTuber. So there is Ali Abdal, who has a YouTube channel. He also has a podcast, too, called Deep Dive. And he was kind of known on YouTube for being, like, the productivity king. Mm. Like, he went on the Diary of a CEO, and the episode was, like, pretty much all, like, was all about productivity mm. and stuff but he is trying to move away from being mr product productivity now and he's yeah, trying to he be more together he does he does he's trying to help people live the best lives now that's his like tagline but he's got loads of content on youtube about 
productivity like he's actually got a video of the pomodoro method but as in it's like a two-hour video that's 25 minutes of like you watching him work with like chilled music on it Mm -hmm. and then a five-minute break so you what you work with him and break with him like so it's quite good if you haven't got a timer or when you just want to stick that on it's very relaxing (laughs) yeah if you've got no mates it's very relaxing like uh actually because it's like an ambient ambient video i will link it in the show notes yeah um so he's great ali abdal and then and the other one is a podcast called The Skinny Confidential, which if I had to never listen to a podcast again, um, but I was allowed to listen to that one, that would be fine with me. I would die happy. I love it that much. Um, and I am a podcast ho. I listen to everything, all of them, <laughs> all the time. So for me to say that I could die happy with just one is a big, bold statement. Yeah, the, the podcast isn't specifically just about productivity. It's just a fucking amazing podcast. Mm. But they do give a lot of tips in even in all their guest interviews and stuff just about how to be the most like optimal, efficient version of you. Yeah, they have like so many tips. I literally love them. Like every single episode, I always like take away something from them. Yeah, it's the most productive podcast you can listen to because it's guaranteed value in every single episode. Yeah. It's epic. Love it. Diehard fan. So we will link that in the show notes as well. So you've got two books and two podcasts slash YouTubes to dive into to learn a bit more. And you have seven productivity methods to go away with. So if you don't get your shit done this week... (laughs) shame on you yeah you've got all the tools there but yeah go and try them and let us know in the dms what you think at finding your feet podcast come and chat with us if you love the brussels sprout method we want to know <laughs> but thank you so much for listening everyone if you enjoyed this leave us a review on apple Podcasts or star rating on spotify we love getting your feedback it really helps the show grow and send it to a friend share it on your instagram stories share it in the group chat it's the best way to spread the finding your feet message um is to share the love Hope you enjoy, guys. Bye. Bye.